Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Dude, you got to go to the zoo, man. Have you been to the Phoenix Zoo? You got to go. Dude, you got to go to the zoo while you're here, man. The Phoenix Zoo, that's what you do when you're here. You go to the zoo. And I was like, you have one? It's 140 degrees here all the time. What is that experience like for the animals? You just walk by, they're all like... Help! <laughs> Feel like a homeless guy you don't have change for you. Like I'm sorry, I got nothing. I got nothing. They're like, I don't want money. I want Gatorade, mother. <laughs> melting in my own. <laughs> You're talking to the last bear potentially. <laughs> nice. See, people laugh at Adam Ray. That's what I'm saying. That's always the gamble when you play a bit live on air. Mm -hmm. Like, if you guys... If we don't find it funny? You're good at your jobs, but also, like, I know you well enough to see the genuine reaction. We're bad actors. It's very funny. That's from Adam's comedy special, Read the Room, by the way. You can see it on uh, YouTube. Adam, it's great to see you, first of all. We consider you you a very close friend of the show. I love you. And I particularly appreciate that it doesn't matter how poorly our beloved Seattle Mariners are doing. They are currently 23 games. Out of first place, yet here you are. Jeez, you want to talk your, sport your Mariners cap? You want to talk about my parents' divorce next? Why you gotta bring up <laughs> such bad news so it's just, quickly? It's very rare for me to run into a fellow Mariners fan who's still representing. So I just want to say I appreciate that you still do. Well, we're delusional sports fans, and mm-hmm. Seattle, you know, it's like once the Sonics left, and then we were like, but we have soccer, and then you know, soccer's like you know, come and go, and then it's like, but then there's the WNBA, and then that kind of stops, and they're like, and then there's baseball. Oh wait, we suck. <laughs> But uh, the games still are so um, entertaining because, uh, you know, you can drink. You can drink. I mean, that's the key part. I think beer has the prices have gone down because we're so terrible. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And by the way, speaking of the games, you know, the new announcement they made about all the improvements, the $100 million or whatever they're putting into Dodger Stadium next year. Yep. You know, within two years, I think you're going to be able to wager from your seat at Dodger Stadium. No way. Yes. I think in they're game, incorporating yeah. it in, in in the game. You yeah. can you can bet at the That's stadium. Crazy. I think NBA is going to do it first in two or three years. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's going to be about like, can he hit this free throw? That's crazy. Yes, wow. like real time. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's Kevin, that you might start going to all sporting events yeah. <laughs> if you can gamble Look, at it. When while I you're go there. to baseball games, I already ga- I don't go very often, but I yeah. I already gamble like when the. When the catcher with your throws, friends, yeah. When the catcher throws the ball to the mound, yeah. does it stay on the uh, dirt or does it come off on the grass? Oh, you're that psycho, Yeah, yeah, we're huh? putting money on that kind of stuff. That is... Because baseball blows. Just keeps them awake, really. Right, exactly. Well, yeah. baseball, even like, every year they try to instill a new rule, like, you know, in the old, uh, you know, conservative white baseball, you know, theorists are just like, we can't keep changing the game. It's supposed to be the way it was. And it's like, I don't know who that was, but that's uh, that's a guy who's <laughs> angry about guy. the rules changing. Good impression, yeah. though. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, but it's like even like the juiced baseballs or like the mound visits, it's like they're doing such small things. they got to take drastic moves well, and start in my, using in the minor like leagues ball year, bats. Yeah. In the minor leagues this year, they're letting you steal first on a pass ball. I love that, dude. Which they're, that talk, cool. they're talking about bringing Wait, that up to the Wait, on any pass ball? On any pass ball. Dude, there should be a rule where you can just like get up to the plate and like if the pitcher's not ready, you, you can just take off. I mean, there should <laughs> be <right>. rules... <laughs> 
Oh yeah, where you can. They just... said all they should all be juicing too. Everyone <laughs> oh, should be. Dude, it should I could be not be more pro steroids yes. in baseball. I think right. people just watching should be juicing. I mean, like, I, sure, it, it should be all home runs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the fact that like it's too many home runs. I'm like, what else do you watch baseball for? Like, oh, what a great bunt squeeze play. Like, who cares? <laughs> Did you see the way that guy hit the cutoff, man? Like, get out of here, mom. <laughs> Adam, since we last had you in, which I think was ahead of uh, April Foolishness, I want to say. Yeah. Um, you've been to Hawaii. You've been tour- touring with Dane Cook. Is that right? Touring a little bit with uh, with Dane. Went to is he Hawaii. funny? He's great, man. He's still crushing. I haven't seen him in years. That's Tw- why I'm curious. Oh, 29 years. Uh, I think this year um, of his uh, tenure with stand up. But uh, it's 11 years older than his girlfriend. Yeah, nice dude. Wow, so jealous, so lonely. Did you hear it in his voice? <laughs> he's got great, uh, he's got great bits about it. But yeah, man. I mean, it's one of those things where uh, I've known him for um, for a good minute now, and and uh, he's got real, just real open and reflective in the last few years about all the stuff he's been through, and and it's kind of turned over a new leaf. No and, kidding. Um, oh, that's good. To and hear. his and his hours strong. You know, you can't. It's cool to be around someone too that's been doing it that long that is still that. Uh, you know, um, just still churning out great just stuff. You know, yeah. because it's so easy at that point to just go, all right, well, I did it. I got to the top of the mountain, so. Here yeah, someone comes some to me based on my stuff. name, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, it was fun. Went ziplining in Hawaii. Um, I uh, was probably a little too stoned. To go ziplining? Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ziplined stone before. I haven't. Allie, I know you have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, something I have done ziplining, and I might have been a little yeah. off, um, not saying what it was. Have you ever, when you've been ziplining, actually hung upside down? Oh, like I did you're it. supposed to be up, but then just oh, no. let oh. go and go upside down. Oh, there's one on it's one of so the. Cool. It's incredible, and there's one. No, of the, it's terrible. No, That's a terrible idea. Dude, oh no, it's jump so good. Jump out of your comfort zone. Yes, there's amen. One, there's one moment when um, they told us to jump backwards off the bridge, and I did this on the longest one, which was 2,500 feet long. Like 200, oh my god! Feet in the air. Jeez. Wow. And and I was trying to like you know be silly and make a bit of it to kind of probably ease my uh, my stress and fear of the situation. And I jumped off backwards, and but right before I jumped and put my I put my arms out first because they said you have to do that and then just fall back. And I started singing, well, I've just heard the news today. And then I jumped. And then when I made it to the end, the guy goes, you realize if the cord would have broken, you died? Creed would have been the last thing you said. And I was like, wow, I didn't think of it like that. I was so. But as a comedian, that's the way you want to go out. I, I died singing Creed. Died but then, doing what he loved. But then Scott Stapp has to speak at my funeral. And that's. Oh, agreed. Yeah. That's not what you want. You want somebody yeah. cool. You want somebody cool to show up, you know? I haven't really thought of that. You've thought about who you want to show oh, up? Oh, for sure. Like, for... I'm hoping Sandra Bullock shows up to my funeral. Okay. Um, I mean, you guys are friends. She's going to outlive me, yeah. More with our friend Adam when we return right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. On uh, April 22nd of this year, 2019, Adam, Ooh. I got my first ever tattoo. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, did you are get? thinking of getting a tattoo yourself. I am. You and have none now? I have none and you're going to get your first one. Um, look, I almost got one when I was doing this gig in um, Bloomington, uh, Illinois. Oh, the tattoo capital of the world. Sure. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> everyone knows that. Everyone does know that. That Everyone also knows what well, I did after going there and uh, kicking around the college bar scene. And one kid from my show was like, dude, come out in these bars. I'll show you around. Kind of be like my uh, tour guide. 
And uh, and we go into this one bar, and his opening statement is, dude, just so you know, one of four chicks in Bloomington's got an STD. And then he proceeds <laughs> to point around the room, and he goes, one, two, three, herpes. And this chick looks up and goes, come on. All right, yeah, you're right, yeah. And uh, so that was my, uh, my Was experience. that the stat you were going to get tattooed on your body, is one in four chicks in Bloomington? It was close. I, so then I met this, um, this weird swinger couple, and they owned a tattoo parlor. And we start just like talking, whatever. And then, and I'm telling them, you know, I'm getting all emotional talking about my nieces and whatever. <laughs> and this is the time still when my sister was just by herself. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna get their names across my chest and just to show how much I love them. And uh, and they're like, we could do that right now. And I was like, let's do it. <laughs> and this is, by the way, is like, let me guess, a little a. alcohol. Uh, a bit just a little, okay. dude, and uh, a little Shasta. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so we walked down the street to their parlor, and uh, and one of my buddies calls me. He's like, oh, what, what's going on? And I was like, dude, I'm on my way to this tattoo bar to get my niece's name tattooed on my chest. He goes, no, you're not. Turn around. I go, good call. And I just like, I go, guys, I'll see you. Thanks for the offer, which would have been a, a terrible. Also, like, not not only that, like, just names across, I think, is pretty uh pretty boring but like to do it from just drunk swingers yeah you yeah. want that to be so i do um yeah you want to put a little prep i think into where and, and the what choice. and how and I, yeah yeah for reals adam i got a tattoo on uh my right upper arm of her royal highness queen elizabeth look at that tattoo i'm I mean, showing him a picture of course yeah but look how stunning nico hurtado that, right yeah. that's, hurtado, black that's the tattoo yeah yeah did you get it photocop? That looks it so looks good. Fake. Yeah. It looks yeah. like it looks like a photograph. Yeah. What part of your body is that? That's, that's his butthole. That's his butthole. That's his butthole, dude. Yeah. Bean, I gotta be honest, dude. I, dude, I've. If we were playing, guess what Bean's butthole looks like. <laughs> this would be my top two answers, dude. It'd be like a long, skinny shin. What is that? And have you seen a doctor? That is not healthy, dude. <laughs> and how do they get the tat on there, dude? Is this so why you're moving? Butt. You're ashamed. You're like, my butthole's not American anymore. I gotta take it across the pond, dude. Wait, why are you? Um, why the queen? Um, well, I mean, I'm a Why British not? citizen. I know you are British citizen, and I'm moving to England. And I thought, you know, what a what a what a better way to kind of commemorate the big move than get a, a woman I've admired my entire life. She's been queen longer than I have been alive, and I've admired her Dang. since I knew about her. So. Were there any other potential heroes in the rotation? No, the, that uh, was the come on. Weird Al had to be up there. Weird, Weird Al, Al, I certainly thought about. Yeah. Yes, mm. I mean, I could have been the millionth person to get a Weird Al tattoo Correct. for sure. Yeah, uh, but I would have no shame in having a Weird Al tattoo. That if I was going to get another one, I'd probably get. Yeah, see, the people is some, like that's something I don't want to get a quote because I can't. I just, I just uh, can't. You like know, a live, like, laugh, love. Live, laugh, the, love. Yeah. Do, do the choices you make are only the, are they're tougher than the than the choices. <laughs> and if you put, put your dreams into your and screw you, dad. You know, just whatever it's going to be. You know, it's uh, or even breathe. I love, I love when people put breathe, breathe, on the yes. the wrist. Oh, because you know, every so now and then you forget. You, you got to remind sure. you. Yeah, it's funny you bring up people because we had that discussion. We were trying to decide about my tattoo because yeah. I don't think the queen is going to disappoint me at this point because no. she's in her 90s. I don't, unless something comes out that she's secretly a Nazi or I'm something. I'm just, I'm oh. praying that she's going to start throwing around the N word. I really am. <laughs> I mean, that would be the best yeah. thing ever. She's 90 and the queen right. who's really going to step up and right. be like, you can't do but that. But then what does Bean do with the tattoo? He's got to get it taken off. That's oh, why I regret yes. my Bill Cosby tattoo. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Well, so would you get a person, Adam? I mean, you certainly must have comedy heroes. I mean, I you couldn't I do. go wrong with like a George Carlin or a Richard Pryor or something like that. Great call. I also think like maybe like a fun reunion show, maybe like the cast of Growing Pains. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something that no one has seen, but they're like, 
Dude, I'll tell you where you can see it. Adam Ray's bubble. You know? He took a page out of Bean's book. And, uh, so is it just a question of coming up with the right image and then you're going to book it and go in and get it I done? I think so, because it's one of those things like... Why uh, now? Why? Why? I don't know. I, I don't just, care, but why? You know what? It's almost like... <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, like I'm not being judgmental. Dude, I don't care either. But why now? It's... Literally, I'm going to get it and literally just wake up the next morning with like, no... I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I don't care. And you're like, Adam, why is this something that we should be talking about? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. it doesn't matter. You don't. Message received, it dude. Seems like, <laughs> it seems like Bean started with the idea of the queen because he's moving. Right. You're just going, I'm going to get something. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to get something. Yeah, because why not, dude? So, you know, sometimes people I don't go, have an why? Answer for that. And you go, why not? Right. <clears throat> but look, I guess I just. Um... Just put why not on your wrist. Yikes, right? dude. Oh. Right. Whoa, can I put Dash Kevin Ryder? Yeah, there, there you go. Of course. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't care, so I guess do whatever Dude, you want. just to spite you, I actually want to get a tattoo of something you've said. An old tweet, oh, maybe gosh. your face. There's too many of them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, quitters never give up, Adam. That's what you want to get tattooed. Yes. Is that what quitters you said? never give I up. I did say that one. It was the best. And Bean yelled at me. He's like, that's the only thing they do. <laughs> uh, 60 seconds. Oh, Last time no. we had so much fun, Adam. We're we doing did. it again. Oh, boy. 60 seconds on the clock. Okay. With Adam Ray, good luck. If Adam, if animals could talk, which one would be the biggest a-hole? Giraffe. Creepiest thing you could say to a stranger you pass in the streets? Hey, is that Bean's butthole? Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> what? No. Okay. <laughs> Who's your dream dinner date? Um, Betty White. You could join the cast of any TV show, past or present. Which one? The Muppet Show. Oh. Did you have a nickname growing up? Uh, A-Ray, but when I was a true fat kid, Jello Jiggler. And oh, we should man, that's rough. We should spend uh, 15 minutes on that. We'll come back. Put a pin in that story. We'll come back. Okay. Yeah. And by Jello the way, it was another Jiggler. fat kid that called me that. Oh. How oh. dare you? Well, there's your tattoo. <laughs> Jello Jiggler. But it's Cosby holding a headshot of me as a fat kid. <laughs> oh, my God. That's actually a great idea. All right. Keep going. When were you the happiest? Oh, man. Say you know, now. About say two now. seconds ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a great laugh. That was a great laugh. laugh. There you Excellent. go. Yeah. Adam Ray, we love you, man. I love you guys. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I thought this story was fake until I saw it everywhere. And I also looked up laws that make it seem like, no, this is feasible. Elon Musk posted about a horn that you could pretty much just customize to whatever sound you were into. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I um, think. It's concerning uh, to me. There's going to be a software update where Tesla cars will soon have the option to customize horn and low-speed movement sounds. The full selection of sounds isn't available, but Elon Musk has teased this sound. <laughs> Oh, come yeah, on. That's a goat. <laughs> yep. that no, is that's a goat. No, this is not real. This is real. Also, this sound. That's a goat again. Okay, that's the same one. Let's go to the no. next. No. A horse no. just clomping on up. This is a joke. This is, like, it doesn't make it's any sense in traffic or anyway. Can I interest you with this sound? No way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. He, uh, he has said that he's testing sounds, and those are the three. A fart is one of them. A fart yeah. is one of them. Yeah. Nope. And the money, Python, be... and Holy Grail, like coconut horse clops. 
Yeah. Nothing is true in this story. You're I'm just saying. You're lying liar who lies. Um, I'm just saying it's in everything. Everyone okay. has done this story. Okay, let me say this, though. Uh-huh. The only part of this that makes sense to me is I know that there has been a blowback, just like there was when the Prius was introduced, that these cars are too quiet mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. they become a danger to pedestrians who cannot hear cars coming up right behind them. So it has been said, yeah, they need to start making noise. But it just, like Kevin said, uh, uh, the horses clop, clomping down the street? That's not going to that, noise? Yeah, that's not going to mm-hmm. make anyone get out of the way. That okay. doesn't make... That's ins- absurd and insane. I, I agree. I um, can get a fart horn. Yes. Yes. Well, Is that worth buying a Tesla, Kevin? Yes. yes. He's, so in. He's now bought one for He's his He's on the family. internet buying one right now. <laughs> I mean, put down your 60 grand, man. That's insane. No, they will most likely be bound by regional requirements for specific sounds to alert pedestrians. Okay. But oh, I'm, so this is not for cars. No, it this is. This is just for pedestrians. No, it's for it's, both. It's for everything, yeah, yeah. It's for everything. But you think it's at a certain decibel that only people can hear it? No, but I <laughs> mean... pedestrians yeah. can hear like, like the goat thing, no one's going to hear that and well, go, hey, I need to step on it because I'm mean, not they want to change the game, man. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so I looked up the California uh, Vehicle Code... Article 1, horns, sirens, and amplification devices. Oh, you did have a sexy night last night. Thank you so much. (laughs) It was hard to look it up using one hand. It's the the news reporter from the testicle festival. I uh, expect nothing else. (laughs) Um, You guys, it's... uh, it's, it looks to be legal in California. It's legal. Yeah. yeah. So I thought about this, and I thought, okay, you know what would be fun? Like, when we use our horn, it's usually in... It's supposed to be in an emergency situation. Right. But if you live in a place with a lot of traffic, sometimes you use the horn when you're angry, right? Yes. Just like, ah, go, go, go. And Use I your turn like say, signal. I just like to say that helps a lot with uh, with easing the stress of driving in a traffic situation. Here's mm-hmm. my point, Hey, shut up. Though. I don't live here and I don't drive in traffic, guy. What if you had a horn sound that only played inside your car? It was actual horn outside of your car, but in your car, you heard a sound that you found delightful. How does that? Wouldn't what? that kind of chill you out if all of a sudden, like, here is my sound, Kevin. If all of a sudden, like, somebody slams on their brakes in front of me, and then they just decide not to move, and I'm like, no! Waka waka! That would be (laughs) much different. would be filled with joy. Okay, so wait. So the person in front of you hears what? They'll hear an actual horn. A normal horn. Yeah, but mm-hmm. this isn't. This is totally different from the Tesla story. This is just my view of what you would like to hear in your car. But if you want this to well, be your Tesla I'm horn as well, I'm saying that sort That's of ruins my choice. It's a good horn. Yeah, I mean, it still works both ways. Nope. That sort of ruins my choice because okay. I want the car in front of me to hear it. Okay, this okay. is very important. Let's hear your horn to my horn. Uh, like a giant eighteen-wheeler. And I yes. hope you're driving a smart car. Oh, yeah, smart car. <laughs> <laughs> a Mini Cooper. Give some a heart attack, but yeah, get but your point across. Gets the point across, yes. Kevin. Absolutely. I want that outside and inside. Okay. Can I order it that way? I don't think you want that inside, do you? Mm, yes. Okay. Sort All right. Do. Bean, what is your horn? Well, I uh, misunderstood the homework assignment as well. Um, <laughs> I thought this was the horn you're going to play for the people on the outside yeah, of the car. Okay. 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 Right. Right. Yeah, let's do it. I feel that this is a horn that says really more about my personality than it does about anything else, but people are going to get out of the way if they hear me coming. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> Old timey like steam engine. And he's yeah. like doing jazz hands. <laughs> get out the way! Get out the way! Pain's coming through. I, 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 I feel like that it. cuts through. I don't though. hate okay. that. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. it. I kind of like it. All right, Jensen, your choice of a horn. Uh, well, I don't carry the assignment. Uh, I think that this is good in my car, outside my car, okay. inside of other people's car. Oh. I think that if we are about to crash, mm-hmm. it's full speed ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm just rare. I, if someone's coming right at my door. Right. And this is what you hear. I do believe they land on the moon. Everyone would stop and be happy, and it would be smiles, and honestly, it would save lives. I mean, I feel like Elon Musk has some, some thinking to do. Wow. Right? So when do we get started with that? Tuesday. Tuesday. Excellent news. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Kevin and Bean Show. We are on the world-famous K-Rock 106.7. We're approaching the 7 a.m. hour. It is Muggs and I. We are the Beavis and Butthead of the Kevin and Bean team. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Holding it down while others celebrate uh, next to their fireplace with stockings hanging. And their Snuggies. We're here. At 5 a.m., just straight up talking into mics. Love it. And that's because we give you what's happening. Um, I will allow Destiny, our new board op, uh, to join in on this one. Who do you guys think was named 2019's most influential person on Twitter? On Twitter. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump. No. um... Uh, Actually, he was number two. (laughs) What? So he was second on the list. Who was number one? Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen um, is uh, not on the list. Dang it. On Twitter, I'm going to go ahead and say, this is just wild guess. Please. Stephen Colbert? Not, I don't even think he's in the top 300. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Bad guess. Do like, you want a hint? Is that what I'm going to give you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, she. Okay. Is. Um, Kylie Jenner. Ariana Grande. Uh, no. None of these are right. Ariana Grande was in the top 10. She was number nine. But she think, wa- okay, how about this? Think in the Ariana Grande land. Taylor Swift. There oh. you go. Taylor Swift is the number one most influential person on Twitter. This is her second year in a row with the honor. The company Brandwatch, who ranks 50 of the social media platform's most significant accounts, uses an algorithm to determine the influencer score. Swift topped the list with a score of 97. Hmm. Uh, second, President Donald Trump. Uh, who was followed by the Indian Prime Minister. Didn't see that coming. Uh, Then Katy Perry and Elon Musk rounding out the top 10. Ronaldo, Lady Gaga, Ellen DeGeneres, Ariana Grande, and Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian being number 10 feels like a real fall off. 
Feels feels good. Uh, and then I was number eleven. You were. I was. Wow. Congrats. I was. I know. All the listing of favorite wrestlers and favorite rap albums finally paid off. Wow. It was me. It's a huge honor. Uh, do either of you plan on going to see a movie this weekend? Probably uh, Star Wars. I'm That's super, super, duper, super, duper busy, so I, I won't be able to get to Star Wars this weekend, but maybe next week. Gosh, I love movies. Well, uh, big weekend for film this uh, this weekend, as we know. Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker, which stars Adam Driver, mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher, Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, and John Boyega. That comes out today. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. People were already lining up last night and catching like... 6.30 screening. I know room? people who saw two showings last night. Wow. Was it they're, Kevin? It, they're crazy people. It was not Kevin. Uh, directed by J.J. Abrams, this is the final chapter of the Skywalker saga, the original run of movies that we all know and love. I would say response to the film has been hot and cold. Uh, really? To, yeah, it's right in the middle on, on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's what you expect on a new Star Wars movie. There's barely, uh, I don't think yet, everyone has walked out of any of these reboots or whatever you would call them and just been completely positive. So... Look, everybody's always going to find something wrong about something. Speaking of that, another big budget flick out this weekend, Cats. Oh, wow. Uh, Taylor Swift, the most influential person on Twitter, is the star. Idris Elba, James Corden, Judi Dench, directed by Tom Hooper, who uh, is well known in this genre. He made Les Mis. Mm -hmm. Uh, This obviously is based on the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, and reviews have been... Dismal. Yeah, I'd rather die. Uh, 20-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. A whole lot of worst movie of the year whispers. Uh, but what about the digital fur technology? I know. I mean, there's so many things revolve, involving cats that I'm I'm like... Directing cats is like directing a group of world-class athletes. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't matter. No. And let James Corden told us something, too. These are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. Right. <laughs> but, no one, but, <laughs> but weirdly, no, no one cared, which is annoying. And then, as you said, there was a technology. Yeah. We've used digital fur technology to create the most perfect covering of fur. The oh, perf- I mean, most perfect. Covering. I'm already lined up when you hear things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no one's going to see it. Hmm. Uh, lastly, Bombshell. It's directed by Jay Roach, who's best known for his Austin Powers movies, but has since slipped into drama. This one stars Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie, which is a one, two, three hit. The Man, best. Those are all great. This one is based on several accounts uh, from women who exposed Fox News CEO Roger Ailes for sexual harassment. Uh, Charlize Theron w- uh, plays Megan Kelly. Have you seen, like, the no. trans- Oh. She underwent this transformation where she genuinely looks like Megan. Really? Kelly. Yeah, it's it's actually sort of uh it's it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel strange. Uh but those three movies big, that's pretty much the biggest releases of the season. Big box office. Uh obviously Star Wars will come in number 1, uh but whether or not people like it, it's up in the air. Uh when you guys, do you guys both have Christmas trees? I do not right now. We uh you're busy. I get it, Mugs. Yeah, too busy. Uh, yes, I have one. Okay, good. Thank God. Because you, uh, Mugs makes it seem like he's, like, saving the universe. Yeah. Are you working on something science-based? or? Yeah, we, we don't want to buy trees anymore, and right. that's all part of my scientific hypothesis. No, this is all a lie. Uh, well, when you are decorating your tree, I bet you don't plan on catching something like this. Last week, a family in Newman, Georgia, was inspecting the ornaments that they put on their tree when they noticed, that, that doesn't look like an ornament at all. That is that a... Is that a bird? And as they said it, the bird's head turned towards them. And they determined it wasn't an ornament. It was an owl. Huh. 
We've used wow. digital fur technology to sure. create the most perfect covering of fur. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the owl, sure. Yeah. Uh, they ended up leaving all their doors and windows open so that the owl would leave on its own, but it didn't. And the next evening, the bird was even as bold uh, to perch on top of the tree like a star. It was just chilling there. Directing cats is like directing a group of world-class yeah. athletes. Again, it's, we're talking about an owl, which is different. Uh, an employee from the Chattahoochee. Wow, I want to live there. At the Chattahoochee Nature Center came and said the eastern screech owl looked hungry and suggested the family feed it some raw chicken. And then on Saturday night, the bird was removed from the home <gasps> by a Nature Center employee and released into the night. What if that? What if it was just there to give them their acceptance letter to Hogwarts? Well, <laughs> They didn't kill it, Mug, so oh. it could have left the note on its way out. Okay. All right. These are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. Again, it was an owl. It wasn't cats. Um, but uh, is there anything you... Uh, I have a cat. Yeah. And a Christmas tree, and the cat likes to sit in the back, like in behind it. Right. And then as we walk by it, he jumps out. <laughs> it's his big move. <laughs> I don't mean to bring up cats again, but... Yeah. DFT. Uh, birthdays. Happy birthday to the television producer with the greatest name in the world, Dick Wolf. Uh, Black Crows, uh, Chris Robinson, who we've talked about a lot lately, mostly for appearing to be a jackass to mm -hmm. his bandmates. Peter Chris, who's the cat in Kiss. He's the cat. Dr. Pimple Popper, Sandra Lee, whose name we speak here at Kevin and Bean. And then our favorite listener, Jonah Hill. I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. <laughs> like, It's hurtful. Seems mean. I just called you our favorite listener. Wow. Uh, but that is what's going on. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. I think I have too many examples for this. You do. <laughs> and that's not good. When it's an out-of-control party, you tend to come correct. Bad work Christmas parties mm -hmm. is the topic. We've had many. Many. And I'm not sure why. Okay. But we've had so many horrible Christmas parties that they kind of come around to become great because it's just a disaster. Yeah. One of them that was not did not turn around and go great was we had a Joan Rivers look-alike, sound-alike. Like an uh -huh. impersonator. Yes, an Which impersonator. Which was like kind of hot in the 80s and 90s. That did stand up, sort yeah. of, and sort of worked the crowd. And I don't want to... Oh, I'm just not going to say any names. So there was someone mm -hmm. at the station uh -huh. who might have had a drinking problem. Okay. So one of the people who was talking to the impersonator said, hey, make fun of that. So <laughs> oh, the my God. Yes, right? So... <laughs> Who, why would someone do that? What the heck? Right. So then the Joan Rivers impersonator gets up and starts doing the bit and is sort of roasting everybody from the things that they, they told mm -hmm. and um, started making fun of the, the person that had a problem with alcohol. Okay. Who, oh, no. A disease. Who, yes. Who, <laughs> oh, who got up and ran out. Oh, no. Oh, man. Now, I'd like to suggest not a great work Christmas party. Not great. No. I'm not sure. I, I, by the way, I sort of blame that on the person, the employee that told her. Oh, sure, for yeah. sure. Like, what? Yeah. What's that performer supposed to do? It mm -hmm. only has so many things to draw from. Yeah. Well. So there was that one. We went on a boat. Okay. Uh -huh. One time, and the problem with a party on a boat is you can't get off the party on the boat. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a like captive a audience. Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually asked for a K Rock listener with a boat to follow us around <laughs> <laughs> in a like a rescue boat, like in a dinghy. Yes, okay. no, so in, you could get off in case we needed to get the off mm -hmm. the boat. Right. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you for clarifying. Um, and then it was just I don't know. We were about two hours in, and I was trying to make the decision when do we do when do we pull the ripcord? When yeah. do Bean and I get yeah. get out of this uh, party? And after two hours, like oh, seems like a lot. So I went up to the captain and I said, Hey, um. How long is this party supposed to go? 
on the boat? Like, do you have a set time? Yeah, you're just trying to figure out your schedule. He said, and, and I quote, until anyone that works at K-Rock tells me we're done. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I said, we're done. <laughs> Fantastic. Perfect. And he went, okay. All and right. he just turned and went right back to the dock. <laughs> I heard, literally heard people after that going, seems short. <laughs> oh, no, it seems like it was a little short. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, there was another uh, K-Rock Christmas party where Bean's wife, Donna, and I... Rest in peace. No, Donna's alive. No, Bean. Donna's okay. alive, but Bean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The, um, the, the food. Widow. The food was uh, not not good. Okay. okay. And it was a fish, some sort of fish, uh-huh. and it had still had the head on it. Oh, okay. I don't love it. And the eyes yeah. were looking at you. Don't love right. it. Right? Yeah. Why would yeah. anyone eat that anywhere for any reason? Yeah. So Donna and I thought it would be funny... To order a pizza mm-hmm. delivered to our table Amazing. at the party. Brilliant. Yeah. And the guy came in, the, the deliverer came in, and he uh-huh. had the pizzas, and everybody was like, oh! Jealous. <laughs> totally jealous, And then right? he started asking where the tables were. We raised our hand. He brought Amazing. us over a pizza. It was so good. That's amazing. So I good. love it. Uh, there was another party. I don't even think I should talk about this. One. Uh, should I talk too about Too late. You got yeah, to. too yeah. late. Go ahead. The one with, with the grabbing? Yeah. I mean, no oh, names. you told that one. Don't on say names. Before. I have. Yeah. Don't okay. say names. This was a very different time, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is when you could make fun of someone at a Christmas party and make them run out of the room and then never hear about it again. Yes. Yeah, different times. Correct. So there was someone at a K-Rock Christmas party who was walking up to guys only mm-hmm. and just g- saying hello with a handshake uh-huh. to the junk. So Ooh. Grabbing their junk. Just lightly. Okay. Just a nice, hey, how you doing? So <laughs> This is bad. So I say to the other employee, and I'm again, I'm not proud of this, but I said I'd give you 100 bucks to do that to the GM. Oh, my God. General manager. Main boss, basically. And he said, okay. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to actually pay this because this is the guy who's doing it. Like, he yeah. would do Kevin this. didn't care about this guy's job. He, he just would, like, I got to no. pay him. I got to pay this in a second. Yeah. So I, I kept waiting and waiting, and he was working his way over there, working his way over there. And then the boss said, oh, hello, everybody. Can I have your attention? Got every Everyone was mm-hmm. quiet, finally. Um, said, hey, we had a great year. We want to thank you for blah, blah, blah. And he's starting to address everybody oh. at the end of the year Christmas party. And for some reason, the guy that I offered 100 bucks thought that was the time. Well, yeah. To do that. Sure. What do you mean? Well, yeah. I sure. mean, everyone's watching. I mean, take the stage. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst time. Yeah. So he uh, he walked up and he uh, grabbed his junk. He grabbed his junk. Yeah. Touch and, me. I'm going to scream. And the, the general manager, who was a pretty, uh, he had a pretty good sense of humor. Uh huh. Found it. Slightly funny. Uh-huh. Well, no, slightly funny just means that he didn't know what to do and kind of laughed. It well, off. yes, yeah. but yeah. because everybody was looking at him, had to laugh it off, obviously, and, and sort of play along. Yeah, and so no one ever got in trouble from that. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. someone should have. In 2019, he'd own the station. Agreed. <laughs> oh my Agreed. God, he'd own so much more than the station. <laughs> Maybe radio in general. The only the, the new Marconi. Yeah. The only other thing I remember from that party was how long I stayed on the floor laughing. Mm-hmm. From that. From that. I couldn't get my head around the fact that he chose that moment to do that in front of everyone. I was probably three to five minutes on the floor. Different times, man. Crazy. Very different times. Different times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, take it easy. <laughs> take it All easy, right. buddy. So what goes wrong with office Christmas parties? That's yes. the uh, topic. Let's take one phone call before we break. Let's make it Martin and Brea. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so at the time, I worked for this uh, pretty big insurance company, and Christmas party, they decided to do casino night. 
well, one of these guys, he was actually a supervisor, got completely hammered and uh, almost fought the dealer because he thought the dealer was cheating him out of chips. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. <laughs> so, the, so it wasn't even real money. It was no. funny money, just having a good time and everything. And uh guy was playing blackjack. He thought the dealer took more took more chips than what he lost. So mm-hmm. stupid. Grabbed him by the collar and almost tried to punch him. The guy was so drunk. His wife at the time was uh, was trying to, was holding him, was keeping him standing. Maybe oh. he kept on swaying all over the place. And this is all for like the best parking spot for a month. Like if you get the Maybe. most chips, you win like a, Maybe, a yeah. boom box or something. What a doof. It, wow. it wasn't even that. It was just for bragging rights. Just, oh. say, hey, look, <laughs> just bragging uh, rights. Even worse. Ugh. Wow, she's as bad as he is if she's holding him up so he can keep doing that. Do you still work with him? Uh, no, I, I quit that job a while ago. Okay, good. All right. Thank you for the call. The team of rejects, outsiders, underdogs. The Kevin and Bean Show. I'm in. K-Rock. I don't know why office Christmas parties go south sometimes, but they do. Says the guy who had like six examples. But sure. <laughs> I mean, most of the time it does involve alcohol, though. Let's be honest. Yes. It usually does. All yeah. right. Um, let's start with Angelica in Burbank. Good morning. Hello. What's up? What's up? Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so my office party, I worked for a lighting company, and we had a huge studio. And basically, um, one of my coworkers, I worked with, like, a bunch of dads. And he had three very attractive sons. And I was like, ooh, who are these guys? And they're like, oh, are my sons. They're in the military. And I was like, cool, are any of them single? And I ended up hitting off with one of them, and he ended up, like, making out with me in the hallway of the bathroom. And I was like, oh, okay, you're cute, sure. Mm. And then we ended up leaving the party, going to play pool in North Hollywood. And then things got kind of weird because, like, we had a drink or two, and he was like, you know, we're like 24. He was like, oh, yeah, so um, do you want to have kids one day? And I was like, what? Uh, I'm I mean, sorry, not- what? Yeah, he's like, do you want to have kids one day? And I was like, uh, no, kids are gross. Ew. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I guess... <laughs> I'm like, I guess if my husband was really cute, sure. And he was like, oh, so I'm not cute enough for you? And I was like... What the hell kind of inqu- this inquisition is such a weird is this? Date. You guys just made out drunkenly. What is he doing getting all philosophical? Yeah, I know. It's just like, I know I'm cute and awesome, but come on. Huh. And I was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to go. And I had like my friend with me also who was hammered. And I was like, hey, we're going to go now because this guy, he wants kids. And like, what the f***? Oh, 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 God. <laughs> Did your coworker ever found out? find out that that happened? Um, that was yeah, boss, his, dad, boss, his dad knew. His dad saw us hanging out all night, and it was just like a running joke the rest of the year. Like, oh, hey, when are you going to go, um, like, date my son? You know, he's back from, like, the, what like, is the war wrong and everything. With him? From Kuwait. It he's was... back from, like, the war and everything, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Angelica sounds like a blast Angelica at these parties. Angelica is a party. You're the best. Bring your kids. Angelica's around. He's, Thank like, you back for from the war and everything. <laughs> Let's go to Jesse in Huntington Beach. Good morning. So I used to work for a uh, company in the action sport industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, one year they decided to have it on a boat. And the boat was had a glass bottom, so people were getting drunk and trying to break the glass bottom with bottles. <gasps> what? It was, <laughs> Wait a minute. They were trying to sink the boat. Yeah. Um, it was an open bar, but people were still stealing all the bottles. Um <laughs> Somebody tried to throw the captain overboard. <laughs> what? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold on. This office rules. So wait, really somebody grabbed the captain and his intention yeah. was to throw them off the boat. Yeah. What? And then they also 
They also decided to do it in the middle of the uh, boat parade, and so and we were throwing stuff at the other boats. Wow, um, Huntington Beach frowns upon that at their boat is, parade. Yeah, think. <laughs> and yet, I need to know where Jesse works and when the office Christmas party is this year. Yeah, I kind of want to get involved in this <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> so when we docked, they they called the cops, and when we docked, a bunch like the cops were waiting for us, and a bunch of people got. Arrested. Yeah, that's, that's so. not as fun. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I love that we were like, wait, they were trying to throw the captain off, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> like that's the most normal like, thing. Like, yeah, yeah what aren't you listening? It was to? a Christmas party. Duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unreal. He was, making, he was making people mad. Yeah. What do you want? No, okay, Jesse, you're right, right Jesse, man. You're right. He right. should have thought of that yeah. before he was making people mad. Yeah, don't make Jesse <laughs> mad. Just say yes. All right, let's go to Christina and Whittier. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, damn, my story doesn't sound as interesting as that one now. That's all right. So I'll do my best. <laughs> um, we had a scavenger hunt for our escape or for my Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Well, they decided to put 16 people on a bus mm. that was only meant for nine people. Oh, no. Oh, no. We were all cramped up in there. We were all bored. Nobody had the same taste in music, so no one wanted to have fun. We went from Fullerton to La Habra, to Costa Mesa, to Brea, back to Costa Mesa. What a nightmare. All the way back to downtown Fullerton, mm. all during traffic hour. No. We were on that bus for four hours. No, no. on a bus. Oh it, it was horrible. And then we all hated it. We were like, no, this is dumb. We were in a competition with another store because they were from Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. And we were all just pissed. And then at the end of it, we had to pretend like we had fun because the owner apparently did a plan this off for a whole year, and we were just like, wow. oh, my God, we loved it. Yay. Oh, that was so good. Oh, Thank you for bad. planning for me to be on a bus Very for four bad. hours. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Wow. Let's oh. go to Janet in Pacoima. Good morning, Janet. Good morning. Um, So I work in a hospital in the neurology department. Oh, uh, sounds and- like somewhere Allie's going to be soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, one of our head neurologists, who I work with her from time to time, she's very straight-laced, very straightforward, always really nice, very quiet. We had our department office party at a wine bar. I came in a little later than her, and she was wearing a wig. What? I know, which I was just like, okay, well, she's fun, she's festive, whatever. Mm -hmm. I could tell she had had a few because she seemed way happy to see me, like, (laughs) <laughs> way happier than we know each other. Sure. By the end of the party, she was she had taken her shoes off, taken her wig off, was swinging it around the dance floor, was putting it on the orderlies. I definitely saw her rub her butt on my supervisor. Oh my god! Really? It was great for me. And I yeah. it was hilarious. What a great party! <laughs> now we need to go to two parties. Yeah. I love a drunk neurologist. <laughs> I said it for years. They get down. She's so straight laced. Yeah, that's no. so yeah. crazy. That's good. You don't go to college for that long without partying. Yeah, Janet, you hold a great time. I still see her from time to time. Do you still work at the same place? Yeah, she's still yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's straight laced. No no recognition of that ever happening. But I'm looking forward to this year's. Right? Oh yeah. Hey, you want a drink? Hey, you want a drink? Want to rub your butt on a supervisor? (laughs) (laughs) It's Kevin and BKU Rock Carol Q. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Stand-up comedian, host of Adam Ruins Everything on True TV, and factually the podcast available wherever you get yours, and a phenomenal head of hair, ladies and gentlemen. Adam <laughs> Thank you so much for having me and my hair on the show. I think it's just, it's a crime to have to put headphones on that hair, man. Uh, it, was a, it was an odd second when you sat down and Bean said, why haven't we had you on before? Like, well, you can answer that. I'm not, I mean, I'm not sure, you know. I, I don't know. I'm I thrilled like to be here. Well, we've been, we've missed the boat because you're in the third season of Adam Rose yeah. Everything. And mm-hmm. it's it 100% our kind of show. At least my kind of show because I'm, a, like you, a very, very curious people. I think Kevin and Allie's thought is that you ruin too many things that they would prefer blissful ignorance about. <laughs> Head in the sand. That's my thing. Head well, in the sand. Well, um, that's what the show is about. You know, our show, we debunk common misconceptions for folks who don't know. And you know, it's an informational comedy show. But uh, my belief is that it's always better to know the truth about anything. There's no, no virtue no, in ignorance. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no, it totally, it completely is. Because it's a little uncomfortable at first. But then when you find out the truth, then you learn how you can, you know, have more power in the world. And it makes you, you know, when you, there's no bad thing about understanding the world around you. You said there were 62 different types of insects in every... In the average house. Yes, there's 62. I don't need to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might, because then it might make you a little bit less upset when you see a particular insect. You know, when you see a spider or something like that, you're like, well, there's just 61 left. Tell tell Adam what happened, Kevin. I got bit by a brown recluse. That happened. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it was about a three-month thing. Wow, yeah. did so you really? When you say 62 types of insects, I'm like, oh, dear Lord. Now, do you know it was, are you sure it was a brown recluse? How do you know? I didn't see it, but all of the way that my skin reacted mm-hmm. to it and the skin kept dying and everything, it was they pretty much eliminated everything else. God, because one of the things we talk about in the episode Adam Ruins Bugs, we talk about how spi- people are, you know, unnecessarily afraid of spiders. Just not and one true. of the reasons. Not true. <laughs> I, I kill all spiders. Yeah. Well, but I go look, a lot of people who think... 
think they got a spider bite, like, uh, you know, people's fear about spider bites, mm -hmm. most of the time, spider bites are actually something else. It's not actually a spider. You I, I think that's very what well could have been bitten well, by an well, actual spider. Well, that's what spider. Kevin thought. Kevin what did thought what normal year. people did and ignored it, and then as his back started to melt, uh, <laughs> he went to a doctor, and they were like, this is a brown recluse. Like, he's the wow. one guy we know. Yeah, that's, like, exceptionally rare to actually be bitten right. by a spider. Yeah. Congratulations and, and to you. after that, my partner Bean said, I'm still Team Spider. I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. odd, but it I had love, a point. I love spiders, and I pick them up and put them outside because aren't they, Adam, you're the yes. expert here, aren't they 99% positive to the world? They are extremely <clears throat> positive. They obvi Obviously, everybody knows spiders eat, kill, and eat other bugs, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But we actually talk about on the show how spiders are like a natural pesticide, and if there were no spiders, we couldn't even grow crops because spiders are so important to eating pests that like, like would destroy our crops. outside my doors. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I would just like to say I that was a spider eating a pest is what I would like to say. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it outside on a playing card, great idea. That's a, that's a really good way to do it. After you let it bite you a couple times, then let it outside. Are you gonna, is, is, sorry, Ben, are you going to get into like how they are in our ears, how we're eating them throughout the oh, night. Oh, yeah, that 100%. Oh, that's the second act of the show. No. Yes. Oh, oh well, no. well, eating spiders in the night, that's a, that's a myth. That's not true at all. We had a listener who used to put duct tape on her mouth overnight because <laughs> she was afraid of that very thing. Oh, my gosh. Well, you don't eat spiders at night. What you do eat, eat is a lot of bugs during the day. There's a huge number of bugs in your food already. Canned vegetables have a ton of bug parts in them, uh, mouths, thoraxes, and things like that. And we did the math. If you eat 100 pounds of chocolate, mm -hmm. by the time you've eaten 100 pounds of chocolate, you have eaten one pound of bugs because, no! yeah, one Why? hundredth what? of what? the weight of uh, chocolate is bugs. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people think it is worth it. And the FDA, literally, it is 100% allowed because they're like, hey, this is a safe form of protein. The only problem is if people notice there's bugs in there. So they have a limit where it's like you can't have so many that people are literally, literally seeing bug legs. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's a, probably a good policy. You're harvesting you're harvesting plants. There's bugs on the plants. You're yeah. grinding mm -hmm. them up. There's going to be some bugs in your food. A little extra protein. Have so. you learned anything on your show that's bummed you out? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But that's... You know, I think it's my duty to learn these things. Sure. Um, so, like, I'm a big fan of the Olympics. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my favorite sporting event. I get really excited Love for it, it every too. four years. Yeah. And the Olympics is terrible all the way around. First of all, the athletes, except for the Michael Phelpses of the world, are not paid. Um, they, in fact, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, prevents them from making money. Yeah, you because have they, to be an amateur to compete, right? Yeah, you have to be an amateur to compete, and they don't let you use the Olympics to raise money. So you can't say, "Hey, I'm a shot putter in, you know, Illinois," and "Hey, everybody, chip in because I'm going to the Olympics." They'll sue you if you oh use the phrase cool. "the Olympics" to try to make that money. Seems not cool. And so we talked to this dude who is a Olympic gold medalist for the U.S. in shot put, and mm -hmm. he said, "I couldn't feed my family that same year because oh. I wasn't able to make money." Wow. Uh, at this. And then that's just the athletes. But he can throw a rock really far though. He's got that, <laughs> right? Yeah. In case that's ever needed. At least yeah. there's, there's been no shadiness with the IOC. Like, they are, yeah. they are FIFA So that's great news. Yes, they, they are. are. They are there you go. Yeah, they're really, really bad. And yeah. that's what we go on to talk about. That they make billions and billions yeah. on, you know, the Pepsi endorsements, things like that. But the athletes aren't paid. And then the cities are usually uh, screwed as well. Because and I want to ask you about that, Adam, because I've, yeah. oh, and I know a lot of people have thought that this Cutter Award for a couple of years from now was super shady. For the because, World Cup, yeah. Yeah, for oh, the World yes, Cup, yes. right? Yeah. 
I always say World Cup. I'm yeah. sorry. But any of these cities that win it, I always feel like there's some underhanded money changing hands. Oh, that- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because look who it benefits, right? The people it primarily benefits is it here in L.A. where we're going to have the Olympics, right? It benefits the mayor because he gets to say, well, I got the Olympics here. Sure. Who else does it benefit? Well, maybe I'll buy a ticket and go see a track meet. I get a little bit out of it. It really benefits the developers who right. are building the stadiums, building new Olympic hotels and yep. things like that. Who does it hurt? The people who used to live in those buildings that are going to get torn Push down. Yeah. Yeah. There are people already getting pushed out because, you know, the Olympics is a couple years away, but the developers are saying, well, we're going to turn this into condos Dude, you're kind hotels. of a bummer. <laughs> yeah. And here's yeah. the thing. But here's the thing. Now I have a richer understanding of the Olympics. And when I watch it, I'm still going to watch it. Now I know this about it. I can tell other people about it. I can be informed. I can, I'm still going to go buy a ticket. Sure. Like, yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? But, of course. Yeah. But, but, but I know this benefit now. from the cleaning up ahead of the world's eyes being on our stage by getting infrastructure I'll, repaired and I'll things tell like you, that? I'll tell you. Well, first of all, look, they're building a lot of subways and things like that for the Olympics. They're accelerating that. That's good, right? But when you, talk, good when you talk about cleaning up, like, there have been cities that literally would just move homeless people yeah. out. Yeah, like, it's going to be just brutal. Clean, like, or just low-income people, right? Yeah. And just say, get out of here. Get off the streets because we want to put on a nice face. And those people get shoved away. I mean, you saw what happened in China. But they get a free bus ride. <laughs> to another city. <laughs> get until they get bu- the Olympics. Free bus ride to 20 miles out of Joshua Tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're almost out of time. Why the podcast? It sounds like you're already very busy doing the TV yes. show. The podcast is kind of an extension, factually, right? Absolutely, yeah. The podcast is called Factually. Um, it's really awesome. I So on the TV show, we have these incredible experts on the show mm-hmm. who back up what I'm saying and give us more information. On the TV show, I only get to talk to them for like two or three minutes, but I would start having these incredible conversations with them after we yelled cut, like over lunch and stuff like that. I said, let's start a podcast where we can get them in and I can talk to these folks for an hour, for two hours. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really, really great. I, I drop a little bit of knowledge right at the beginning of the show and then, you know, we talk to... Uh, uh, you know, I just talked to a woman uh, last week who discovers exoplanets. She's an she's an astronomer, and she's like one of the people on the forefront of finding planets, uh, you know, around the galaxy. They're discovering new That's planets crazy. every day. There's like a revolution <laughs> in it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's insane. She was telling me how she did it, exactly how it works. She was like, "You can come down sometime. We have planet finding parties. You can come, like, look at the data with us." I was like, "This is great," you know. So I get to talk to some of the most fascinating people. Uh, it's really awesome. Please check it out. It's called Factually. You are such a geek. I am, and, I'm an incredible guy. I think I speak for the room when I say we are here for it. Amen. Here for it. Thank you so Sounds much. Great. The TV show airs Tuesday nights at 10 on True TV. The podcast is called Factually. Adam Conover has been our guest. Let's not make it so long next time, all right? I'd love to come back again. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It is the Kevin and Bean Show on the world-famous K-Rock 106.7, approaching the 8 a.m. hour. Uh, Muggs and I are working through the holiday break. We are the Lenny and Carl of Kevin and Bean, <laughs> uh, basically jumping through hoops at work, doing things like this, which is called What's Happening. Uh, we just heard Billie Eilish. Yes. Which uh, I am such a fan of, not just musically, but just a cool kid and seeing this kind of success and keeping her feet on the ground. When she was in a year ago, and you, mm-hmm. uh, you and Kevin and Allie interviewed her. Yes. And Bean also. Um, she who? was really, really... Uh, yeah, who was that? Yes. Uh, she was really cool. She was, and her mom was here taking video. Yes. And we, we met her family a bit, mm-hmm. and they just seemed so cool. And now James Corden, uh, who we all know from uh, the movie coming out this weekend, Cats. <laughs> These are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. Um, so James Corden and her did a carpool karaoke together. 
awesome. Uh, and he got a very personal look into the life of Billie Eilish, which he normally doesn't do. They just usually drive around and sing a song together and act cute. Mm-hmm. This went a little deeper. In the latest installment, Corden was serenaded by the 18-year-old pop prodigy, and the duo kicked it off with an energetic rendition of Bad Guy from her breakout album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Let's listen to a clip of that. Sounds good to me. The yeah. thing about her, too, is that recently she did that song on Corden with Alicia Keys, and oh. you, like, heard her uh, really sing. Yeah. And I'm sort of like, man, Billie Eilish has, like, a long career ahead of her of completely different types of music, because she can actually sing her ass off. Yeah, because it's funny. The first song that K-Rock played of Billie, uh, You See Me in a Crown? Yes. She sounds totally different totally in that. Different. And she has so much range. She's awesome. Awesome. Well, then the pop star took James Corden to her family home where it all began, and he was quick to say, These are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> uh, but also, she got to the family, because she still lives with her family in the house she grew up wow. in, and that's where she records everything with her brother, Phineas. Uh, so Eilish gave Corden a tour of the home, which was packed, of audio, packed with audio equipment, an upright piano, and enormous uh, plush pillows on this big bed, uh, and a little whiteboard where the siblings still plan out entire songs and albums. Uh, in a moment he regretted immediately, James Corden told Billie Eilish he would like to meet her pet tarantula. So let's oh. listen to a bit of that clip. Can I be honest, I'm not good with spiders. You're not? No, not at all. <laughs> good. So I'm really not good with Are this. Are you ready? In a not, I don't know how I feel about this now that I can see. I feel <laughs> like down. I said yes so quick. I Sit don't down. want to. Sit down. But I don't want to freak out and like him it's fly okay. everywhere. No, it's not, not for me. Let me see. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Uh, and then he, he didn't does, like it. He didn't like it at all. At all. And then he does touch it, and it's on his hand, and he's freaking out. And I would freak out too, man. Yeah, spiders aren't cool. Tarantulas have hair. That's enough for me to just be like, nah, son. And fangs. And fangs, man. And like 72 eyeballs. They're not cool. No. Too many eyeballs, let's say. <laughs> uh, Kevin uh, was bit by a spider. He was. One of the year. worst ones. I know. A, br- a brown, bl- brown, brown recluse. And it took him out. For like months. It's nuts, man. We used a computer-generated voice for him for yeah. months because he was just out, knocked out, laying in bed. Uh, but you guys should watch all the carpool karaoke with Billie Eilish. She is the best, and what a year for her. Uh, speaking of a big year, Eddie Murphy's about to cap it off with a dramatic return to Saturday Night Live this Saturday. This Saturday. This tomorrow. Saturday. Yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It is the final episode for 2019 of the NBC show. And uh, NBC and SNL released a promo. Did you see it? Yeah, I think uh, it, like, it was like a montage of all his stuff. No, you made that up. It's him <laughs> walking down. It's like walking from the dressing room to the stage. Oh. It's all in black and white, and they have like a very dramatic song. Slow-mo. And then he walks up the front and just takes off his sunglasses, and that's it. No no funny. And he goes, uh-huh. No, he doesn't, uh-huh. he doesn't do that. Uh, he just stands there and smiles. Uh, and he's he's just cool, man. But will he be funny? Because we have he has not been on SNL. This is the first time he's really back on the show uh, from when he was a cast member from 1980 to 1984. And the last time he was on the show... He was not funny. Um, he just came out and talked normally. Will there be will a- all ten of his children be there? The answer is yes. Thank you for asking. He, they, they are all flying into New York City to see it, but go on. Where Will there be nostalgic sketches? Like, like he'll do Gumby like, or whatever? Yeah. No. 
Well, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe he'll do buckwheat, like retirement home buckwheat, or uh, Mister. Uh, what, what was it? Was Mister Rogers. Rogers? It was is in the neighborhood. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love to see it. That'd be good. I'd like to see I'd it. I'd like to see it. Um, all right. So he says, even though he's excited to be back, he is feeling the pressure. At the end of the day, when I go back to my hotel room, Murphy explains, I want to get back there and I want to start working on it. I want it to be right. I really, really want it to be right. 35 years he waited to come back to the show. Man. Uh, big deal, too. Musical guest, uh, Lizzo. Lizzo. So that'll be fun. 100% that bitch. Uh, there was a, there's a real, have you seen the Reels channel? Uh, yes. They do a lot of, like, behind the, like, fame stories okay. and document. Eddie Murphy, at the end of SNL, part of the reason he left is because all the writers on the show weren't taking his pitches seriously. Really? Yeah. Even after all the success? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he would try to pitch things, and they wouldn't take him serious. And Seems weird. Yeah. That was, those were weird years of SNL anyway, because that was, like... Uh, I, I think that's Billy Crystal yeah. and a bunch of people who kind of are great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think they fit the mold of what SNL really was about. Yeah. I mean, Joe Piscopo. It's like kind of like a big couple stand-up years. Yeah. Uh, but I'm very excited to see what Eddie Murphy's I'm up to watch. this weekend. I'm, I'm definitely. Watch. And I don't watch any this season, and I'm going to watch this one. I haven't watched any either. Uh, it's because you're so busy, Mug. So busy. So busy. Buying theater tickets or heading to the museum. Might actually be worth the money. Do you find yourself going to art exhibits or anything cultural event-wise? Um, no, too busy. <laughs> uh, University College of London found adults ages 50 and up who engage with the arts every few months were 14% less likely to die by the end of the 12-year study. Reality. Uh, those who visited theaters, art galleries, and museums even more frequently once a month cut down their risk by 31%. Really? Yes, this is a true story. Uh, the scientists weren't able to pinpoint what caused that proactive effect, uh, but they say it could be engaging with the arts encourages physical activity. They also found the link between longevity and engaging in the arts remained even when mental health and physical activity were taken into account. What if I were to go... Which kind of means like if you're exercising, you're also healthy, but anyway. What if I were to go to an art exhibit mm-hmm. that was a fast food... Oh, centralized theme. Chick-fil-A? Right. And they also served fast food. Would that still lengthen my life? Well, I think it would, but then you also eat the food and then that counteracts. Mm-hmm. Do you have chicken fingers? That's what I would ask when I get there. As soon as you get there. That's mm-hmm. the art exhibit. <laughs> Just a bunch of people asking, do you have chicken fingers? Do you have chicken Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i a big art guy. I collect paintings. I've yeah. owned an art gallery for almost 20 years. Yeah, still own it. I do. I feel like it it's just it's like doing the crossword puzzle every day it's it just engages your mind mm-hmm. enough to keep it you know moving i do love museums see i do love museums all right like the mob museum in vegas that's a, or the death museum the you death there? museum one time i went to the death museum in new orleans and uh i was i was engaged man i was loving i was seeing everything there they have like Dr. Kevorkian's death machine. Yeah. They had all this crazy stuff. And then I got to this TV screen, and it was a TV screen about 9-11, a very good documentary. Like, I, I would watch it again almost. Yeah. And it was, like, very intense things I had never known before. And then I looked down, and I realized I had been standing watching it for over an hour. Really? Yeah. They must have been like, what a creep. Wow. And you didn't even realize No. That. I was like, I got to get out of here. I, I went to the Getty one time. Go on. Once. And they have their uh, permanent display, which yes. is, I think, like, on the second level. I kid you not. Yeah. There is a picture of me. What? There is a picture of me. In the museum? In the museum. Why? 
It's a painting of a guy from the 16th century. And it looks just like you. It looks... And people text me all the time. Really? Yeah, so... For anybody listening, is it like The Shining, where it's, so, it's a painting yes, of you, it's but it's so from like weird. another lifetime? It's so weird. Or have you ever seen those? Uh, I don't know what website has it, but it'll be like a picture of Keanu Reeves, and then like some oh, yeah, dude like in like the 1800s. Like Nick, Nick Cage was around in the yeah. 16th century. And you're yeah. like, oh my god, these it's guys that. are time a time traveler. Well, we have to I'm, get someone to send that into the, dude, into the show. It's so it's like Renaissance mugs. All right, uh, at Kevin and Bean, if you have the picture of Renaissance mugs or plan on going to the Getty, this so break, weird. Please send it over. So weird. Uh, well, on a, on news like that, I don't know how we're going to get into birth. Days, but we will. Uh, happy birthday to Dick Wolf, who's the, the genius brain behind Law and & Order and a bunch of other great shows. Yep. Chris Robinson, The Black Crows, Peter Chris, The Cat from Kiss, Sandra Lee, Dr. Pimple Popper, and our favorite listener, Jonah Hill. I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. No. Like, <laughs> that seems mean. Uh, that's what's going on. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. All right, you guys, it's been a while, but I think it's time for another edition of... Bean makes us guess. Bean makes us guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean makes us guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Bean makes us guess. Yes. We can check with Omar about we did. We checked. changing okay. out some of those sound bites. We can't do that. Technologically, we can't do that. But I don't know how. It's not possible. But how is being penis slapped appropriated this I didn't say it. This is a very fun topic today. In the words of a great man. You guys, Jensen Karp is about to be very, very jealous right now. He really is. Ranker.com has a list up that I think y'all will love. 1.1 million votes on... The greatest pro wrestlers of all time. The greatest pro wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Is what we're looking for. And uh, this is a great category because so many names come to mind, but how are they ranked? Which of the great wrestlers in history are going to make it into the top 10? Kevin, as usual, we go to you first. Get an early chance to get on the board. What say you, sir? Chef Boyardee, man. Mm. <laughs> he was good. No, nope. I, I don't recall mm. Chef Boyardee, man. Well, you only... don't follow wrestling then, man. <laughs> he did the flying spaghetti-o. <laughs> Mugs! Well done. Right? Mm. Come on! Not, not, bad. Bad. not bad. Hey, you guys, Mug said something, and it was funny. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I already have the top 30 oh, list so in front of me. I'm sorry. There. He did not make the top 30, All but right. perhaps just outside. All right, Beer Mug, this one's right in your wheelhouse. What do you think? All I got to say is one word. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ric Flair, baby. Ric Flair is number seven. Number seven on the greatest pro wrestlers of all time. That was an outstanding guest. You got a point, Allie. I'm sure he's on the top ten. Brother. Hulk Hogan. That was Hulk Hogan. That was Hulk Hogan, by the way. (laughs) Number four. All right. Number four on the greatest pro wrestlers of all time. All right. So, uh, Beer Mug one, Allie one. Kevin, you're up. I remember a guy with bright orange hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, what was his name? Donald Trump. Mm. <laughs> he did, yeah. Right? He, he was in the, the ring. He was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was. He did appear yes. in media. I'm sorry. He is not considered oh, an actual on. pro wrestler. Uh, not in the top 30 anyway. Ridiculous. I'm, I'm sorry. All right, Bugs. Does anybody want a peanut? Andre the Giant. Wow. Andre the Giant, number 10. Oh. Number 10. Well yeah. done. Yeah. All right, Allie. It's a, this was going to be a tough one. It's going to be neck and neck between you two. I feel like he is stone cold in the top oh. 10. I feel like he's number one Whoa. in the top 10. The stone cold said so. 
Over a million votes. Stone Cold Steve Austin considered the greatest pro wrestler of all time. Mm. All right, two to two. Is that the is that the score? Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, that sounds like there's only two people playing. Yeah, there is. <laughs> all right, Kim, this is a chance for you to get on the board. Pee Wee Herminator. <laughs> he was, uh, he was ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. Yeah. So too early, yeah. you're saying. I'm too sorry. early. Okay. No, no right. Pee Wee, I'm not, not today. Mm. All right, Bugs, keep your streak alive, son. I got to go The Undertaker. The Undertaker sure. is a very curious guess. And also number three. Yeah! How about that? Bugs is on fire lately. Yeah, yeah that's All not right. bad. All right, Allie, what you got? <sighs> Bret Hart. Bret Hart. You're saying Bret Hart? Yeah. I'm saying number five. Yeah! <laughs> Bret the Hitman Hart! This is head to head. <laughs> now, Kevin, you can still make a point. All right. What do you got? Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. <laughs> is it Moranis or Moranis? The way you said it, Moranis. It's Moranis, Moranis. Moranis but... <laughs> the uh, Ghostbusters actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little dude. It was... Yeah, yeah, no. I'm sorry. Remember not... he threw the... He's an IRS agent through the party and everybody right. was that, dancing. And he said, right. hey, and did you change your 401k? As he says it. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Nope. Not, uh, not technically not on the list. I'm sorry. All right, Bugs, you're running out of top 10, but let's see what you can get. We're just a bunch of Rudy Poo candy asses when he mm-hmm. walks in the room. Mm-hmm. The Rock! Ladies and gentlemen, number eight. Wow. Number eight is The Rock. Look at you. This is the highest scoring Bean Makes This Guest ever. It's awesome. For some of us. All right. <laughs> All right, Allie. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, I'm sorry. He is oh! number 23 on the oh! list. A lot of good wrestlers y'all aren't wow. thinking of, but the top 10 is getting pretty crowded. I will say number uh, number two has still not been guessed, though. Oh, right. I know number two. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> he is a wrestler. Suck it! I'm sorry, Beermuck. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, I'm sorry, is uh, number 29. Oh! Number 29. Allie. Is this Allie for the win? No, he's oh, got okay. four. I've got three. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a tie. It's a tie. <sighs> you could do it. Thinking. She's thinking. I believe in you. She's tapping her pencil. Again, number two has still not been set. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, with the uh, you the, don't get credit for what's dude, his name. The head dude. No. Uh, head dude. Hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. That's what you were saying. What? Vince McMahon. No, not Vince McMahon. Oh, he's okay, not a, okay, Yeah, not him. Okay, but thank you. We can hear you. Is there a time limit? What? We can hear you. Guys. Uh, I know he's not on there, but he should be because he has one of the greatest moves ever where he pushes his butt against you and he farts. Rikishi. Uh, <laughs> <Nope>. No. <laughs> honorable <laughs> mention at the very yeah, least. Honorable yeah, mention. Rikishi. Uh, I'm going to give you the, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna give you the, <clears throat> the top 20 here. Oh, wow. You're right. Uh, outside of the top 20, by the way, including uh, Triple H, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, Brock Lesnar, all out, Mick Foley. Jake the all, Snake! All outside of the top 20. Jake the Snake! I mean, In- talk to him. Inside the top 20 were Kurt Angle, CM Punk, Jake the Snake, oh! Daniel Bryan, uh, Bill oh! Goldberg, John Cena. Man. Here's your here's your top 10. Andre the Giant. Okay. Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak yeah. Kid, Mr. WrestleMania. All right. Yep. Dwayne the Rock Johnson at number eight. Rick Flair was number seven. This Woo. is the this is the only one that I think uh, I think Jensen is the only one who would have come up with the Italian strongman, the living legend himself, Bruno Sammartini. Oh, Bruno wow. Sammartini was number six. Then Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, number two. Screech. Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. 
And number one How was... How did we forget Macho Man? That's embarrassing. Number one was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, Beer Bucket. Yes, yes, hold on, hold on. One second, please. Yes, Judson. Uh, this seems almost like uh, offensive to keep me out of this game. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is your area. <laughs> you're, is, you're a ringer, though. This is... Uh, at least to play the song. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, worth coming in for. Beer Mug is the winner. This has been yeah. Bean Makes His Guess. Bean Makes His Guess, yeah. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here's the study, you guys. Um, I am very disturbed by this. Hmm. Very disturbed. Mm -hmm. Over 2,800 people surveyed, uh, and here's the conclusion. People are willing to bench their sense of right and wrong when it comes to their own family, even if it means breaking the law. A new study from the University of Michigan found that when a member of a family behaves abhorrently, people are often inclined to protect them. Even if it is a severe crime, like theft or blackmail or groping, they say that in most cases, people will not turn them in to the police. So in other words, uh, your kid comes home and says, oh, I just did a hit and run. And you go, well, I'm glad you got away. I mean, essentially, that's what we're talking about here, right? Yeah. When, right. As opposed to if you had witnessed it and it was a stranger, you'd be the first person to call the police and help them find that person because they're an evil, bad person who deserve to be disciplined. So you're saying you're surprised by this moral dilemma? Yes. it's not. A, it shouldn't be a moral dilemma. It's the most obvious moral dilemma. It's one that's uh, the basis of numerous films and TV shows. I think 100% it would be very difficult for me to turn in my wife, my wife for anything she did illegally. For I, would, I couldn't do it. I mean, Even- if she murdered someone... Yes, I probably would. I, I know I would. You would have help a her get a fake passport and get her to Mexico. <laughs> I would cut up the body with her and put it in the backyard. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm saying I get that there are exceptions. But we are talking about you know uh, some smaller crimes in this in this survey as well. Well, one of the one of the uh, two of the the crimes that were mentioned are theft or sexual harassment. People, participants were quizzed about how they would react if asked by a police officer if they knew any information about either of those acts. It uncovered that people would hide the truth and would even lie, which is a criminal offense, to protect their family. To save your wife or child from going to jail, Bean. I'm, now I'm imagining you walking across the street with Donna being like, she's jaywalking. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, look. Such a narc. Yeah. We're going to take, take calls on this, by the way. If you have ever had to face this dilemma, would you turn in your mom, your brother, your uncle, your cousin, your kids, if they committed a crime? I think everyone will say that there's levels to it. Levels or, to absolutely. What, what the crime is. I'm going to tell you right now, if my dad killed a rapist... Mm-hmm. I'd high five him. I'd be like, what do you want for dinner? If my mom murdered a child molester, I'd be like, can I paint your nails? You want a foot massage? What do you need? But what about just a child? <laughs> oh, killed wow. a child? Yeah, your mom killed a child. Just Period. for no reason? I, we don't know. Like, don't was know. the kid crying? I don't know. Like, really annoying? The kid annoying? was a dick. What if the kid was a dick? A plane no. ride next door? Oh, no, absolutely. My mom would have serious problems, and I'd turn her in. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that one I think is easy. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think the examples that you're giving are certainly defensible. What about and you're, theft? And you're right. We all 100%, we all 100% have a line 
below which we would never consider turning somebody in. Question. Yes. You look in Donna's closet. And there are tons of outfits with tags on them, and the act like tons of them have that shoplifter tag still on them. You know what right. I'm talking like, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. the ink on, it. like tons of them and stuff. And then you ask her, and she's like, "Yeah, I, I've been stealing them." Okay, first of all, she would never ever do that because she loves to spend money. <laughs> I think it, it would take the thrill of of buying stuff away from her. Right. But second of all, I honestly believe the answer to your question is I would talk her into returning them and doing the right thing. And I think she would see the disappointment in my face and she would do but it. But then she gets arrested when she goes and she does jail time. Um, I don't think you go to jail for that. Well, let's play it out. Accidental hit and run. Hit and run. All right, that's that's the example that I gave. That is a very serious crime. Okay, mm-hmm. although you could argue if you were tr- if you were trying to do pretzels in your mind to defend your behavior of not turning your dad in for a hit and run, mm-hmm. you could say, well, nobody got hurt. Hit, the other guy's insurance company is still going to pay for it. As far as I'm concerned, that's still a heinous thing to yes, do. Yes, absolutely. I turn in somebody on a hit and run. Your wife, Donna. <laughs> yes, I turn her in on a hit and run. <laughs> wow. DJ Omar Khan. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I have a, a two daughters, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of struggling with this because let's say they're in their 20s, mm-hmm. and they would commit murder. Okay. I think if I love them this much then, I don't know, they could be, they could grow up to be dicks. Oh, trust me, right? when they're teenagers, <laughs> you are going to so, question so, why so, you had daughters. So, so, so I'm, I, but I, I'm struggling with... He's going to frame they, them. If they, if they committed, <laughs> if they committed murder, I, 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 I think I would help them flee the country or something oh because God, I couldn't Omar. imagine murder. them... I couldn't imagine them spending their entire lifetime uh, in jail behind bars. Yeah. But also... But it's they like would this, have deserved it. Listen, they would dude, deserve to be in jail as any murderer I, I, does. I, I get it. I get it. But it's, wow. your, it's, it's your family. It's your daughters. I don't... I, you know what? And it's also... Depending on the circumstances, right? Yeah, like he Allie had was it saying, coming. yeah, you know, I mean, what if, what if the guy, you know, didn't open the door for her on a date and oh, boom, she murder. killed him? Exactly. You know what? I can see that. But Omar, <laughs> what about the family? The family left behind of the victim. Don't they deserve some sort of justice? Don't they deserve do. the the murderer and to be apprehended? And if they want to find her in Mexico somewhere, they they can. You they just, could chase her you down. You know what? Oh, my bad. Send her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that did happen in my high school. There was a kid. I mean, it was a, a theme. It was a movie called Alpha Dog. But that was my high school where this kid Jesse set up a murder of a kid, and then his father allegedly helped him go on the run. Oh my god! And would hide from you know would basically make sure he has money and all those things, and always knew where he was, but but was hiding That's where crazy. he was. They ended wow. up catching him, but yeah, supposedly the dad. Was was in on hiding him. What if I were to tell you the hit and run example played out in real life on line two? This is going to be Whoa. David. He's in NoHo. He had to make this decision. David, I'm so glad you were listening right now. What are the circumstances? Hey, morning, guys. Love you guys. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, um, I had a cousin who had a hit and run and uh, called me after the hit and run to ask me if I knew anybody that had a tow truck to help him out. Uh, I asked for all the details. He explained it to me and uh, I told him to hang on. Uh, hung up with him, uh, called 911, and let him know where he was at. Wow, and and he went to jail. Well, yeah, he got caught, and uh, they uh, you know they arrested him and fined him and everything, and uh, he had to end up paying for the uh, for the damages of the other vehicle. The um, funny thing was that uh, you know my his sister called me. She was like, "Oh my god, uh, you know he barely got away." Poor him. And I'm like, "What about the other person who got rear-ended on the freeway? What about yeah. that person?" Yeah. Um, did you tell your cousin that you were the one who turned him into the cops? Not immediately, but afterwards I did tell him. I and, said, hey, you know that it, it was me that turned you in because you were being a total ass. And what happened? What did he say? 
Was he freaking uh, out? Well, we, we did, well, he kind of freaked out, and then we stopped talking for you know almost a year or so. But uh, then he kind of came around. Hmm. Okay, interesting that you figured out a kind of a solution that you could do it anonymously, which I guess we hadn't even thought about. But uh, yeah, great but you, call. You still feel it inside, like you turned it. Yeah, oh yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the call. We really appreciate you listening. Have you ever had to turn in a family member? Did you turn in a family member, or do you turn a blind eye and be a bad American? Yeah, like, I, I would never turn in my wife for all the meth that she's been selling, the blue meth. You said that out loud, by the way. You it. actually just said we're that on, on, the, the, on the air. Oh, I thought we were off. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Talking about uh, snitches get stitches here on the Kevin and Bean Show. A uh, new survey says that most people would not turn in a family member if they had committed a crime. What's the uh, text we got in on the 323? Uh, it says, I would never snitch on anyone. I'm not like 6'9 or Bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I do. I do remember in her in her last year, my grandmother uh, pulled up. She was two inches in the crosswalk with her car. The way she parked in her car, I couldn't. I couldn't call the SWAT team fast enough. I mean, you you can't allow something like that. It just becomes anarchy if everybody just parks wherever they want. I mean, I felt bad because you know she was eighty eight, but I mean, still. <laughs> Pay attention to what you're doing, Grandma. Good Lord. We've got a full rack of calls, by the way. A lot of crimes happening in our listeners' lives. Amber's up first from Long Beach. Good morning, Amber. Good morning, Bean. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm excited to have you on the program. So you have had to encounter this where you had to make a decision about a family member doing something bad. Yeah, and it wasn't one of the extreme, you know, murder and rape and, you know, the horrible things of the world that, that you were talking about earlier. Um, it was actually theft, and it was my sister-in-law who was actually caught on one of the, you know, doorbell cameras stealing stuff. And the reason why I didn't turn her in and why I didn't report it, I mean, number one, it was minor, so I didn't really know how far it would get anyway. Um, but the thing I was most concerned about was how my mother-in-law would feel if she knew that I was the one who did it. Yeah, You know, I didn't want to cause a big rift between my in-laws and, you know, put my husband in that situation. So that was my reason for staying yeah. out of it. I mean, that makes sense. I understand that. What did what did uh, your sister-in-law steal? <laughs> it's really sad. Um, she's got some problems. So it was actually um, Christmas decorations off of people's lawns. Oh. And her reasoning was that she wanted to provide her kids with a good Christmas. And so... Um, the other thing is that it was all over uh, Facebook, you know, how they have those crime watch pages. Yeah. And you should have heard the stuff that people were saying that they were going to do when they found this person. And, you know, I what if something would have happened where, you know, she would have got beat up or put in the hospital because of the neighborhood she was in. Yeah. And, you one. know, I would have felt really guilty if something terrible would have happened to her because of her actions. I felt like, you know, yeah. what goes around comes around and karma gets you in the end anyway. And by the way, you disappoint Santa, that stays with you forever. <laughs> yeah, that's you know the I mean? naughty list, man. No one that's wants to be on naughty that. list. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Amber. I we know. appreciate the call. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Allie, Jensen, you guys agree uh, stealing Christmas decorations, okay? You don't uh, You don't peep up on that? I, I don't tell the cops, but I try to convince my family member to go return them. But and I don't tell the cops, you weirdo. No. No, not, uh, not on that. But if, especially if she was trying to do it for her own kids to have a little bit of Christmas, that's yeah. heartbreaking. Bean, by the way, he's just trying to like make himself alone at all yeah. times. He's like trying I to figure out ways that I'm, he can yeah. turn his family members. Bean already I'm, has her murdered. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying what, is... What do you want for your last meal? 
What about the, a candy what about cane? the fa- What about the family whose Christmas decorations were stolen? What about the Christmas I just said I want to go return. I, no, I'm no, going to convince her to go return it, but I'm not going to tell the cops, man. Okay. All right. I'm just saying that family has kids too, is what I'm saying. And oh, their yeah. little hearts I'd are definitely broken. get the cops involved. We could trust all of them. Ramy is on line 1. He is in Irvine. He has an interesting take on this as an attorney. Ramy, thank you for listening to Kevin Bean show. What's going on, man? Morning, party people. Morning. Morning. So I have a cousin who uh, got picked up on a residential burglary burglary a couple years ago. So, of course, from family pressure, I got to represent him. So I'm representing him on his uh, resberg. Then he and a couple friends get a bright idea to start knocking off some schools, you know, stealing computer equipment and crap like that. He calls me in the middle of the night. I answer. I hear sirens on in the background (laughs) telling me that what do I do? What do I do? So I cussed him out, hung up the phone on him. Then the next day, because apparently he got away, comes back to me asking me what he should do. So I cussed him out again and told him to find a new attorney on the second charge. And I can't even say anything because he is my client. Right. Even though I wanted to turn him in, I couldn't say anything. Well, now's a good time. You're on the radio if you want to say his name. (laughs) It's a good good time to let it go. uh, not trying to get disbarred, right. so uh, just saying, cousin, you're a moron. Uh, yes, okay, fantastic. <laughs> I imagine if you're the attorney in the family, by the way, you are always the go-to if oh, yeah. there's any kind of problem. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right, we got some really good calls here. Let's go to April in Redlands. I think she has an interesting case here, and I think we're all going to agree on what she did. April, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, I think I may have been beat as far as uh, turning people in. Oh, yeah. Okay, here's cold-blooded April. Yeah, cold-blooded April. A fellow narc. I'm looking forward to hearing the story. (laughs) I turned my seven-year-old son in. Oh. For murder? (laughs) For shoplifting. Okay, that's different. Better, better. But that was to teach him a lesson, right? That's a teachable moment. Yeah, he stole some candy at the Target checkout, and as soon as I noticed, I immediately had him go back, give it back, admit what he did to the checkout lady, and they had their security officer talk to him. And then I drove him straight from there to the police station. So, here I love it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Go on. Go on. You go. I hope hope your your kid ended up in handcuffs, man. He's still in prison. (laughs) (laughs) He sat there with the cop, uh, and the cop talk to him really seriously as if he was some kind of hardened criminal. Um, but it, it definitely stuck with him. And my son is now 23, and he told me that since then he's never stolen anything ever. Or Lock eaten him candy. Up. Lock him <laughs> up. Or candy. trusted his mom. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. You know, uh, sometimes during the songs and commercials, Bean has a conversation with himself. Uh-huh. And no one else is interested. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. When I look, to, by the way, toast is his favorite food. Mm-hmm. God hates toast. Toast is his favorite food, and he said that since I met him, and I believe that it's true. Yeah, it's real. When I when I look at toast, I'm in awe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe he used the word masterpiece. It's, well, it is. It's magical. It's a beautiful thing, and somebody came up with the idea to take bread mm-hmm. and cook it again. Yeah. I mean, that's what toast is. <laughs> right, sure is. Right, we all understand It's genius. That. We get what toast is. I made the mistake of asking, so do you put jam on it? See, this is the problem. You uh, yeah. don't, do not engage. Oh, he he called me a monster. He's yeah. like, I am not a heathen. 
Why would I put jam on perfectly fine toast? Never, never jam. Butter, yeah, butter only. A, butter only. It's a wa- it's it's a waste of resources to put jam on toast because okay. toast is toast and butter is already the perfect food. So then I'm we got. Just, I'm gonna just keep it a bean. <laughs> so then we got into the discussion of all right, if it's your really your favorite food, let's say you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life, would toast be one of them? And I said toast might be the only one of them. I mean, I might I might toast not three even times. Yeah, I might not even need the other two slots. He just I might, needs to make sure he gets all the breads he likes. <laughs> I might just eat toast. That's how much I love toast. Wait, Bean, do I? Toast do we know, is so dull. Do we know your favorite bread to toast? Sourdough. So quick. Did you hear how quick uh, that was? Sure. Makes Sourdough. Sense. Yeah, but yeah. I, I also, by the way, I enjoy all kinds. I enjoy Italian. I enjoy wheat. I enjoy uh, white. I enjoy all kinds of toast. Sourdough is my favorite, but I, I you know, I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, I am not a winner. So toast is my favorite food, mm-hmm. and it would absolutely be number one on the list if they came to me and said, you can only eat three foods for the rest of your life. And that's when we all started now, pitch again. Yeah. Do they, do they, to- do you get to toast it? Live or do they hand it to you as toast? Uh, it depends. I would prefer to make my own okay. for quality concerns. Sure. But if the person who's making it for me has my recipe, mm, I then, see I'm, recipe. Then, then I'm fine with them bringing it in on a plate with a with a napkin. Mm-hmm. But it has to be warm. Well, yeah. I mean, right. they'd have to present it to savage. me the, the same way I would present it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't eat uh, cold toast if that's what you're asking. That's what I'm asking. Okay. Because I don't know how it works on the island. Now, let me, let me tell you, let me ask you this before we get into this uh, discussion and we hear from some of your foods, because this is really important. If you're really debating, I can only eat three foods for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Is the question meant to discern what your three favorite foods are that you would never get tired of eating every day? Or is it a realistic situation where you should choose? No, 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 no. no realistic. Turkey, just, just mashed favorites. potatoes, no. and beans. You know no. what I mean? Just to have a more well-balanced no. diet. No, no. We're not talking health. You don't we're have not to be talking, healthy. Like, okay. I might have picked something that shoots right out of my butt, but I'm still eating it for the because rest of it, my life. Because you love it. Absolutely. It, it tastes you're good. Now, on the another question about the universe. <laughs> Why are we all on this island now? <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> okay. Another question about the universe. Yes. Now, if I or, if I pick something that has different flavors, like I don't, I didn't pick Doritos, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Can I get Cool Ranch oh, and cheese? Interesting. Or can I, don't I only think pick so. one flavor? I think it's I, specific. I think you have yeah, to stick I think with you're one just, thing. Yeah, like I think sourdough toast would be my number one. Okay, then so, I'm going to throw out. I liked chicken wings, right? I I have to. I can't have buffalo every time or teriyaki every time. I okay. need it to to be to flipped change around. up so a I'm, bit. I'm, I, I have it. Okay, we're okay. ready to move on. All, All right. right, what's your number one, Jensen? Uh, I would eat every single day. It's my favorite food in the world. Uh, Asian styled noodles. That's the wrong answer. Why is that a wrong answer? Because pizza. Well, pizza also pizza is, is very good. I just don't know if I want it every day every for the rest day. of my life. No. Well, no, you get three choices. Well, my, <laughs> different you can switch pizzas. them up a bit. Yeah. Uh, pepperoni, cheese. No, 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 no. I'm saying you. We get to pick our top three. Foods. I understand, but that's still only three things. I still. I mean, I'd still be eating pizza at least every three days. Uh, right? Yeah, and how great that's is that? That's the sound? point. For the rest of my life. Yes, yes, that's the point. Are you missing like, no. the homework? <laughs> too much bread. <laughs> Can I give you my, okay, give you my second Just, one? Sure. But but when I have toast, is that too much bread? <laughs> That's true. That, but I feel like you live in a different universe when it comes oh, he to does. toast. Like you can, and you're also like six pounds. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Brisket. Brisket. Okay. Represents, Brisket. Yeah, represents my sort of Jewish background. It's a good meat. It's a, a barbecue. It's very good. Okay. All right. And my third, shrimp cocktail. 
so <laughs> Those weird. are my three. Okay. So I have fresh noodles, shrimp. Okay. Fresh shrimp. Because you're on an island. Very, very fresh. <laughs> good cocktail sauce. You ready? Noodles, mm-hmm. beef brisket, shrimp cocktail. Mine's very it. different. Where, yeah, are they getting, where are they getting the cows on this island? Not how how no, small no, no. is this no, island? No, there's no universe. Yeah. This is not real. Right. Kevin, what about you? Uh, pizza, clearly number one. Mm-hmm. Number what kind? Two, what kind? Because you, pick you kind. gotta pick. Um, I would say uh, mushroom. Yes, and then you can take them off and have cheese. Wait, Either just way. Yeah. just cheese and mushrooms? That's it? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that's All what right. I usually okay. get. Then Fair peanut enough. butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut butter jelly sandwich is a slam dunk. Oh, so my far, gosh. So far, there's a fourth grader on the island. <laughs> so far, there's two fourth graders on the island. <laughs> and then my third is ice cream. So those are my three. Oh, okay. All right. He retained, he retained the fourth graderness. Unbelievable. And, and by the way, Kevin is the only one of us who already is only eating those three foods. That's true. That is, wow. that is All right. True. How about you, Allie? Well, I, too, have pizza. Nice. Oh. Um, number one? Number one. Wow. Uh, number two... Is stuffing. Stuffing. Oh my God, I love stuffing at Thanksgiving food. so very much. But are you including all of the no, turkey and just, the mashed potatoes? If, if just I, the stuffing. I would get rid of everything at Thanksgiving, but stuffing if I had to. That's absurd. Oh, stuffing That's rules ridiculous. so hard. And then third, I was trying to figure out if it would be peanut butter and jelly. I mean, it's a slam dunk. Or lobster. Well, those Lobster. are definitely those two are different very things. Different. They're very different. So, if are you on the same island as me? And if so, can I have some of your PB and J? Sometimes that's a great no, that breaks the rules. I mean, of the world I, yeah, I would go with that. I would go with Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, okay, because I like lobster. Sweet lobster, it is stuffing lobster and pizza. <laughs> You know that if you and Kevin are stranded on this deserted island together, that eventually you're going to do it, though, right? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I mean think about it. You're stranded on this island. You're already sharing peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> and I'm just going to be sitting That's there. only one step away. <laughs> sitting watching eating noodles. <laughs> slurping them up. <laughs> I hate this story. I'm going to be over there. I'm going to be up there on Toast Mountain looking down at all of you. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. All right, Jensen, what do you have? Uh, What's this Ray J clip? Okay. I, I don't know anything about it. You know Ray J possibly is an RB singer or Brandy's brother or the guy in that Kim Kardashian video. Wouldn't get out of the way for Kevin. Wouldn't get out of the way for the thing he wanted to see. Or he was the recent star of the VH1 car crash that is love and hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over the past few years, he's fancied himself a bit of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like one of those guys who goes show to show kind of pitching different items. He's very erratic and he's talked about these specialized glasses, these uh, reading glasses, mm-hmm. or he goes on talk shows and sells his like motor scooters. What? It's very weird. It, music is very not much, you know, it's like not in his life anymore. So this past week he sat down with Complex News and this uh, interviewer named Speedy to fill him in on his newest endeavors. It's wild. Uh, he deals with some of his recent marital woes, which played out in public in 2019, and the interviewer asks him if because of that, he's looking Looking forward to leaving uh, that behind with a new decade. Um, I want to keep everything that was in 2019 here, and then I want to move into the 2020 fresh, just like I like to move into today fresh from yesterday. You know, I don't really trip. I'll buy some white t-shirts, I'll wear them, I'll even wear my shirts for two or three days, right? And then I throw them away. I don't wash them. <laughs> I don't wash my socks. I throw them away. Right? I get, my, I get some socks from CVS or some drawers from CVS because I'm on the move. Draws cost about seven ninety nine, mm-hmm. and I wear the drawers and I throw them away. I don't wash them. I feel you, but I'm 
I'm curious as to what that. You get what I'm saying? That now. has a lot to do with leaving stuff. Did he say no? No, you guys yeah. said no. <laughs> he said, "You know what I'm saying? No, I'm no, done. not I sure. Don't. I'm following. Kevin, didn't you used to do that? No, I that thought... was an exaggeration. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I mean, but I yeah. Who wears a pair of socks or underwear and throws them away after one use? I guess he's making a, a metaphor for. Like leaving leave stuff behind, behind, but it like doesn't connect. It's like not a yeah, and that's what I think race... he's serious about the underwear and the socks, though. Oh, he's definitely one hundred percent serious. He's on the serious. move, Kevin. He's, he's on, on the move, move. and yeah. he buys him to CBS. Yeah, which I think is good. Uh, now, Speedy asks about Ray J and his music if he's still recording, and because of that, we stumble onto some extremely problematic sleep patterns that are currently in Ray J's life. Yes, I have an album as an EP. Like I go in the studio every night. I was in the studio all last night. I be in the studio every night all night just recording because it's fun and plus i'll be waiting for the sun to come up what what does that mean that means that i wait for the sun to come up that means that i'll be up waiting for the sun to come up so we can get get more get back to work i sleep like on the weekend sometimes but monday through friday i haven't slept since yeah wait since monday Come it was on. it was Thursday no when they interviewed way. him. No way. Yeah, I mean, it's Is true. that physically possible? I don't know because he looks wild. Even in the interviews, he's like moving his arms around, like he's, fanatic. Yeah, like, and like at the beginning of the interview, someone comes out and goes, "Ray, I want to introduce you to one of my good friends. Give it up for Ray J." But it's like it's Ray J doing the introduction. What? Yeah, <sighs> it's he's like wait, he introduces himself. He does. Wow. Yeah. So it's like I do believe, I, I do believe that he might have been awake for you know a week. Wow. Who is doing this interview? A guy named Speedy who is great. I and am I love, in I know. love with him because Speedy's he's not letting no, things go. He never lets things go, which also, I adore. But he also doesn't jump in and no, judge and just, uh-huh. he's just he, like no. say more about that. He just what knows does that mean? we need more info. <laughs> yes. Uh, so maybe there are bigger problems in Ray J's uh, life more, more than his marriage. He's not sleeping. He goes on to start hawking his earbuds because you know if you're an entrepreneur you got to have your own ear you know headphones sure they're available in 15 colors and for half the price of apple's earbuds and ray j has a proclamation to go along with his sales pitch i'm here to show the tech world that there is a new breed of musicians and artists and filmmakers and professionals that's going to come and be on time we're going to market we're going to we can even hang out for an hour after And then tomorrow we can have breakfast and we can continue to go. If you can't get up and go to breakfast the next morning with your investors, you don't need to be in in the game. He's got a point. You know, a lot of times, yeah, if I have um, a meeting with clients, if I am not there for breakfast the next morning, it's like, are you even serious about this sales Imagine imagine being in just like an hour-long meeting, being like, man, that was cool, man. All right, good job. I'll see you tomorrow for breakfast. (laughs) Like with people you just met. (laughs) You'd be a psychopath. Uh, And that's when he gets into his eyeglasses. Now, he's been demonstrating these for years. This is kind of what got him into... I don't know this. I haven't seen any pictures. It kind of got him into meme land. Okay. And I'm going to try to explain it to you as well as I can over the radio. They are normal reading glasses, except they kind of top down like a convertible. Did he steal this from Bunny Eyes glasses? Because these he, have no, been that around... Is, that, it is Bunny Eyes. Oh, it is Bunny yeah, Eyes? he works with Bunny Eyes glasses. He does? He does. So these basically can move around and function by taking the arm off... Um, Allie, if you Why know them, they're awesome. That? Because sometimes if you're reading and you're wearing your glasses, but you don't need your glasses right. to like see far away, you just tilt them down. Oh, I and see. And then you can take them off and almost use them like as a little like, like a monocle, monocle type thing. They are the raddest glasses. What do I do with my monocle seen. though? If I get these glasses, could I throw out the monocle? You don't need your monocle okay. anymore. Yeah, you, you now have is, glasses that can do multiple it. things. Right. You do still have to work in the Monopoly game, so <laughs> continue that. Okay, it has a function that I'm 100 percent not sure you totally need, but like. 
Allie says, it is a function. But he has quite a claim about the glasses. And Speedy, as always, has some immediate issues with it. They're unbreakable. Unbreakable? They're Test unbreakable. Test Break them. Step on it right now. No, you step on them. It's your product. You step on them. Go ahead. Speedy, step on them. I can't do that. You can. I bet you I can break these. They're unbreakable. Speedy. They're not unbreakable. Sp speedy. Don't tell me it's unbreakable. Listen, Don't challenge they, me. Listen. Don't challenge me, Rachel. They're I will break them. Listen, Speedy, they're unbreakable. They cannot break. Okay. Speedy, so, for so, God's sake, way, step on them. Again, love Speedy. <laughs> yeah. He's doing the exact He's right... doing the right thing because now I'm believing they're unbreakable. Yeah. Right. Ray okay. J is, is doing his job impeccably. And so Speedy takes the challenge, grabs the glasses... And tries. It's impossible. They broke in half. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, one 1,000, two 1,000 breaks Break. them. It wasn't even... It's impossible. It wasn't difficult. But if you're, if you're watching this video, in my head, I was like... Oh, they're not going to break. Yeah. No, Ray J's totally right. right. And when they broke, I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> also, Speedy the entire time knew they were going to break. It wasn't even like a question in his mind they were going to break. And now they just sit and stare at each other in silence. I don't care. But it's fine. Yeah, it's now I'm mad that I broke. I don't care. Can you play it again? Can you start that again? The silence and then I don't care. I okay. don't care is right, awesome. Here we go. Here we go. I just told you they're unbreakable. <laughs> and then I broke them. All right. I don't care. But it's fine. Yeah, it's now fine. I'm mad that I broke them, bro. Don't worry. Well, there's more. You have another pair? I have tons of pairs. Okay. I have a whole case of them. Okay. <laughs> can I have them and can I break them? So he has others. <laughs> What I want everyone to understand here is that Ray J is a barrel of fun, and we're going to have to keep our eyes on him moving forward, because he is, All right. he's, I mean, also Speedy, we should follow. Sure. But Love. he's an unbreakable person, so let's let him have the last word. When you, when you got the mustard, I'm going to help you catch up. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kevin and Bean Show. This is the world famous K-Rock 106.7. We're coming up on the end of our little run here, Mug. the Muggs. final one, Jensen. I know, I feel like we have been the survivors. Yes. We've made it through the week. Yes. Together, holding hands, like I said, through every what's happening. We are like, a, what was it, Tom Hanks in the airport? What was it? Uh... Left uh, Philadelphia? Yeah. No, no. No, not oh. Philadelphia. Uh, uh, where he's stranded in the airport. Forrest Gump. No, no. Mm. He gets stuck. Like, he just, like, lives in the airport. Oh, I, that's it's Bachelor Party. I knew that one. That's right. easy. Uh, let's get into what's happening. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Aaron Carter. Do you know mm. the chaos that is Aaron Carter's life? You know, I saw a picture of him briefly yesterday, mm. like, laid up in a hospital bed looking yes. like crap. But okay. other than that, no. Oh, well, that is a big deal. Uh, on top of that, did you check out his face tattoo? No, he has a face tattoo now. He does. It's, That's good. It's from about eye to chin, and it is of uh, Jesus Christ. It's a, a face, and it's uh, wearing a thorn... Uh, headband. And he, is that called a thorn headband? I don't know. The crown of thorns. That. Crown of thorns. Right? Thorn headband, though. Thorn, good band name. Yeah, good name. Um, what made him think that was a good idea to do? I don't know. But it does seem that things are uh, a little depressing over in Aaron Carter's life. Uh, he was visited by police and paramedics at his home on Wednesday night uh, when they uh, when he was live streaming. Mm -hmm. and, and his fans became worried about a possible overdose that was later deemed a false alarm. Wow. The 32-year-old musician was doing a live stream uh, with his fans when he dozed off. 
with the video still going on. That's a pretty sweet live stream. It's really good. The unresponsiveness worried viewers enough to call the cops. And in the clip from the stream uh, obtained by TMZ, police can be heard entering Carter's bedroom and waking him up. Like, they're like, uh, this is really the quotes. You ready? Yeah. Aaron, one officer yells in the video, what's going on, brother? F, man, you okay? And then he groggily looks up and just says, what's up, guys? Was Hulk Hogan the cop? No, but that would have been good. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Are you all right? <laughs> Macho man called me. <laughs> he told me we were having some problems, brother. <laughs> A 32-inch python pythons had to show up and break the door down. Macho man says he's uh, you're about to come visit him in heaven. <laughs> oh, how sad. Yeah, we're good, Carter said. Uh, the star was found asleep in his bedroom with the music from the live stream still blaring. Carter explained to cops that he was not suicidal, nor had he taken any pills or threatened to harm himself, and they deemed it a false alarm. Ironically, this mishap happens uh, just weeks after Carter told his fans that he would be planning to take a break from social media. Wow. Um, what's your over-under, Jensen? Yes. On Aaron Carter biting the dust? Well, I don't have that. I don't oh. have a death poll if oh. that's what you're mm. you're picking. But if I were to have a death poll, if I was a terrible person, I would not put Aaron Carter high on the list. I think in the end he will be fine. Aaron Carter lives in the privilege of being a Carter. But you have him on a list. Yeah, he's gonna he's going. Oh well that's seems, seems seems like something we don't want to predict, but sure, mugs. Uh Channing Tatum and Jesse J. No I know. What I happened? Know. I know. They've split after a year of being together. Uh Channing Tatum and Jesse J broke up about a month ago, a source reveals. They're close and still good friends, which is what you say every time you break up and you're a celebrity, so you don't know whether to believe that or not. I wonder what the uh reason was for the breakup. Who knows? Uh, who who knows? The pair supported each other publicly through their relationship, cheering on each other's projects on social media. Tatum also attended several of Jesse J's concerts and cheered. Uh, she cheered him on at the opening night of London's Magic Mike show in November of 2018. But it's over. It's over. They'll never be together again. Uh, I know that for sure. Tatum, I don't. I just made that up. Tatum and Jesse J got together soon after he and his ex-wife Jenna Duwan announced their split. Uh, they have a child together named Everly, but uh, Channing Tatum. I was bummed that they didn't work out because I saw them at yes. a craps table in Las Vegas, and they look like the happiest of couples. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know what's going on behind closed doors. Never know what's underneath. Uh, they have a child together, but Jenna Duwan expecting a new child with Broadway star Steve Kazee, whom she's been dating since October of 2018. So she's winning that game. Yeah. Um, what do you consider to be the scariest germ center of a hotel room? I would have to say the comforter on the bed. Which is very common to believe. Yeah. I, 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 I think, and remote control we've talked about too. Right. Those are both very gross. I saw something that um, was not, let's just say, sour cream on my comforter one time. <laughs> mayo? It was mayo? It was mayo. Uh, well, there's a doctor at the Minnesota School of Public Health uh, who says... The most, the scariest item in a hotel room. Yes. Upholstered furniture. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I I, I avoid the, the couch at all costs. He, the says, chair. he says, chairs can be made of hard to clean fabric and upholstery and definitely are not cleaned in the same manner as sheets and towels, which are consistently thrown into a laundry. Often stains on chairs are dabbed and rubbed until they are removed, but other germs that are not noticeable to the eye will remain. Yeah, that, uh, that's not a good thing. You know, I uh, bring a can of Lysol with me. Everywhere you go. And just 
Oh, I bring a hazmat suit. <laughs> I stay inside hotels with uh, wearing full head-to-toe garb. I want to touch nothing. Uh, I, ac- I actually call downstairs yeah? and I say, is there a way? Wait, wait, hold on. Is there a way one of you can come up here and help me? I need the remote. And then someone comes up and helps me with the remote. Uh, no, ESPN, please. Oh, you know what? No, ESPN2. That's who has the arm wrestling. I need the arm wrestling competition. I would like to see what it looks like when you order room service. Oh, it's uh, it's very cool. <laughs> it's them feeding me food under my helmet. Uh, Could you dip the uh, shrimp in the cocktail sauce, please? Hey, do me a favor. Uh, can you get me a Shirley Temple and then put the straw through this, w- this one air hole? I love Shirley Temple's. <laughs> Um, you'll never know what the person that had the room before you used the chair for, but no. but they do, and I do, use it to throw dirty laundry on, uh-huh. shoes, towels, bags, yeah. all the things that are gross. Uh, so maybe keep that in mind yeah, when you're I, in a hotel. I don't sit on the chair, if that's what you're asking. What do you do? You, just, you squat over it? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I hover. Hover. Like just with like in a yoga pose. <laughs> oh, Muggs is here. <laughs> Thank you for entering. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that's it, man. Wow. Can you believe that? That was the last uh, what's happening. The last what's happening of 2019. I've uh, appreciated doing this with you. Let's do some birthdays first. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to Dick Wolf, my favorite name in television. Chris Robinson from The Black Crows. Peter Chris, the cat from Kiss. <laughs> uh, Sandra Lee, Dr. Pimple Popper. And our favorite guest, Jonah Hill. I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. <laughs> like, well, that seems wow. mean, Jonah. That's not Harsh. a hard nice thing to say. Uh, listen, that is the last yeah. true Kevin and Bean show of the year. We will be back January 2nd ooh. with the same show, yeah, but a new name. Ooh, ooh, can I guess? Uh, yes, I can't. I, uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, um, let's go with, oh, man, uh, Weenie in the Butt. Damn it. You got it on the first chance. I'm so good. I did not see you doing that. Uh, but listen, we're, we love you guys. We love everyone who listens and is stuck with us and... Uh, I, I promise you an incredible show in the new year. And we wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, mm-hmm. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, anything you're celebrating, we're here for you. Yes. Uh, so we'll see you January 2nd. And remember, on your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Happy New Year, guys. Take care. Bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-U-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law